Okay, let me tell you, when I finally figured this shit out and the way that our brain actually works, the prefrontal cortex, the subcortex, the communication that the two have and the way one of them is damn well plotting against you, it changed the entire weight loss game for me. Hey girl, I'm Kylie Pax. After a lifetime of emotional eating, struggling with my weight and being a cereal dieter, I finally found the missing key to weight loss and I lost 20 kilos. Each week, I'll give you my no BS weight loss advice so you can sprinkle it over your life and your dinner plate and lose weight too. Everything I teach you is fluff free. That means you'll learn simple strategies to master not only your weight, but your mindset as well. Girl, you get that in check and those extra kilos will never haunt your booty again. If you're ready to lose the weight for life, let's go. Well, hello, you gorgeous, fabulous creatures, and welcome to episode number 54 of the No BS Weight Loss Podcast. Today, we are talking about something that I know I did for years, and I'm sure you have done it too, which is basically blaming everything and everybody else for your lack of weight loss. Have you ever said, if it wasn't for x like insert pathetic excuse here i could for sure nail this weight loss gig like if i didn't have these constant parties or if i wasn't working such long hours or if i didn't have these events and things to go to then i would definitely be able to do this essentially we're taking our responsibility for our own damn choices and palming them off like everything and everybody else has dominion over the decisions that we choose to make so first of all, obviously, nobody is responsible for your choices but you. But secondly, we make the lame-ass choice and then we allow ourselves to feel like shit about it. This is completely mind-boggling to me, but I did it for 10 billion years, I did it. I would be so determined to stick to my fancy plan and eat the foods that I had committed to eating. And then I would come up with this ridiculous story in my head that justified me eating off plan and eating something, whatever, delicious, basically. And then instead of going, good job, well done. I'm glad that I, I sort of followed the cravings that I had and I ate a great amount, whatever. No, I would stuff my face because I felt like I was breaking the big rule. I would stuff my face, feel like complete shit about it, and then beat myself up for the next two days. This is the thing that has to change. And let me tell you, when I finally figured this shit out and the way that our brain actually works, the prefrontal cortex, the subcortex, the communication that the two have and the way one of them is damn well plotting against you, it changed the entire weight loss game for me. So nine times out of 10, after you overeat and you feel like total garbage about it, this is how it plays out. You go into a party, let's say you have a function, a wedding, a function, something that you need to go to, and in you trot and it's fabulous. You're feeling the vibe. But there's this, for so many of us, so many of us who are desperate to lose weight, of course we want to go to the functions, you want to live a life, but we're secretly shitting ourselves, like really scared on the inside that how will I control myself around the food? What will I, what other food choices? What am I gonna do? This is gonna ruin my diet. I cannot tell you the amount of functions that I didn't go to and refused to go to because I was doing so well on my fancy plan. And I missed like a really heavy duty portion of my life because I would skip, I would skip weddings, amazing things, because I just refused to go because I thought I don't know what food they're gonna offer me and I need to stick to my particular food plan that I had made up. Even one of my absolute best friends when she was getting married and I was responsible for like her bridal shower and her whatever, I made all those damn bridesmaids come to my house instead of we could have gone somewhere fabulous, could have thrown a great party, could have gone somewhere fabulous, at least, the very least to a restaurant, but I made the poor girls drive to my house and I fed them something. Lord knows what I fed them. I don't know because all I remember is me eating this dried up shriveled chicken breast because at least that way I could be in control of myself and what I ate. 
I literally missed a beautiful experience, not only for myself, because I wasn't present, I was freaking out, worried and scared, but I also compromised the experience of the other people that I claim to love, all in the name of getting fucking skinny. So let's say you, you've got to go to this party and in you trot. And of course, like we said, there's this secret fear in the background. But then you sit down, you might eat the right things for the entree. You're like, oh, yes, yes, I can do this. I can be good. But by the time the real meal comes out and you're like really hungry by now, and you see people drinking, party, having fun, and now it's dessert time. You're like, fuck this shit. And you decide to eat everything you can get your hands on. But, but let's be clear. Most of the food is gone now because you sort of persevered most of the way through the meal. So now we get in the damn car and we go to the drive-through, we go to the servo, we go to wherever we have to go on the way home to completely stuff our faces because we feel deprived. We feel like we missed out. That's great. Fantastic. Glad you met that need because then by the time you get home and you finish stuffing your face, we feel like complete shit. So step number one, first thing we have to do is if you're going to eat the food, eat it, own your damn choice and enjoy it. Eat it and own your choice and enjoy it. And there's a whole thing I could say about that. But what I will say is you're never going to enjoy it if you're not eating a portion size that you feel good about. Let's just pop that one on the shelf for later, okay? Pop a pin in it. If you're going to eat it, eat it, own it, and enjoy it. If you're not going to eat it, own that fucking decision too. It's your decision. You hold the power here. This is all completely within your control. We absolve ourselves of taking any sort of responsibility for our choices by popping these ones out. Oh, my husband should not have eaten that in front of me. Like, oh my God, doesn't he know I'm trying to lose weight? Oh, I can't believe that the people bought this food into the house. These people, don't they know I'm on a diet? Don't they know? Like the ridiculous stories that we come out with. I mean, if you just, I really want you to take a moment and think about it. You are fucking saying that somebody else has control over you now. It's their fault that you put food in your mouth. It's their fault that you put food in your mouth. I just got to say it again because it's so fucked up and ridiculous. It's somebody else's fault that you put food in your mouth. Can you really just, like, let's all take a deep breath. That is so utterly absurd. It's unimaginable, but we do it. We absolve ourselves of any responsibility. It's not my fault. It's not my fault that I'm still overweight. It's not my fault that I can't stick to a diet. If they would do this or if they wouldn't do that, then I would have the capacity to be able to carry out the, the way that I want to live my life. Oh no, honey, that is just so messed up. It's insane. Food is going to be around you all the time. And uh, newsflash, other people are going to be eating it. It's got nothing to do with them about what you choose and decide to put into your mouth. That is completely on you, honey. If you decide to make decisions that are utterly out of integrity for you, then that's on you. Blaming other people, places, and things for your personal lack of integrity around what you choose to do with yourself in your life is only going to keep you treading water and, quite frankly, fucking miserable. So I'll tell you, the fastest way out of this is you deciding what you want your core belief system to be because you do get to choose it. Let's be, let's be real. Don't fool yourself. It's not handed down generationally that your parents might tell you, this is what we believe. This is what we do. This is how we do it. And that's fine when you're fucking six years old. But now at 26, 36, 46 uh, and onwards, you actually have a say. 
and you get to decide what kind of person do I choose to be in this lifetime? Because if you're going to choose core values that really feel out of integrity for you, that's just a ridiculous way to live. You must decide what you want your core belief system to be and then stick to it like glue. Stick to it no matter what. Because your role in life is not to exploit today so that you end up living in a constant state of regret tomorrow. You have to believe in your potential the same way you believe in gravity or oxygen. Just because you see it doesn't mean it isn't there. The minute I took radical responsibility for my choices, that is the same exact moment that my entire, the entire trajectory of my weight loss journey changed. I went from feeling really utterly powerless over my food choices, as we talked about earlier, to knowing that I was in full control. And what do we mean by feeling um, utterly powerless? Like, again, some memories just come rolling in. I was a teenager, I would eat my dinner at home with my parents, trot on over to my girlfriend's place, who was Italian, and her mama had made some fabulous meal, and she would be like, eat, eat, and I would eat another meal there because I didn't want to offend her and or it slash it looked delicious, and of course it was delicious. But that was, so I ate two dinners in one night and I did this consistently because I was over there all the time. She made great food. But that was my choice. That was my lack of integrity. I could have said, I love you, mama, I love you. Uh, however, I've just eaten. Maybe I can take some home. Maybe I can try some later. Anything to a piece of that's fine. But I'd eaten. There was no need for me to be eating a second meal. And of course, with that comes the realization that when you realize, when you really get that you are the one who is fully in control and what anybody else in your world, your partner, lover, next door neighbor, the dog decides to do, does not impact your food choices in one bit, then you realize, shit, I'm actually and have been the one the whole time holding the cards. So if I was the only one making my weight loss journey miserable, then hello, light bulb moment, ding. I am also the only one who can make it whatever I want to make it from here on. You can make it speedy. You can make it slow. You can, you know, like, you can do anything you damn well please. It's yours and you have full control over it. So when you find yourself in a position where you're feeling a little bit frazzled and you're thinking, I want to eat, but I know this is out of integrity for me. I want to eat, but I know this is not a smart food choice for me right now. I want to eat, but I'm not hungry. Anything, anything. Because you know, you know, you know, you know. The voice be all up in your grill like honey just eat it oh my god there's only one left if you don't eat it someone else will eat it if you don't eat it the kids will eat it if you don't eat it oh this is uh they're not making this anymore this was only a limited edition <laughs> if you've never heard my kit kat story please let me just give you the really short version now dark chocolate coated kit kats are my kryptonite i love them i love them i mean they used to be my kryptonite i don't care now because i eat them whenever i want them however they came out as a limited edition probably uh, let's be real, probably about five years ago, a limited edition. I don't think having something on your grocery shelves for five years is a limited edition by any stretch of the imagination. However, uh, Nestle bought these dark chocolate coated Kit Kats out a good five years ago and they wrote limited edition on them. Now, of course, then I went and stuffed my face because I was like, scarcity, FOMO, oh my God, need to eat all the dark chocolate coated Kit Kats now, 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 now. So I ate them. I ate a lot of them. And then after they were on the shelves for a good six months, I started to wonder, are these things actually going to go away or no? And then I checked the wrapper on them. Oh, honey, please, please. That had changed where it used to say, used to say limited edition. Now it said special edition. And I'm like, you fuckers. <laughs> 
I've been stuffing my face with these things. They're not going nowhere. Here we are a good five or so years later and the things, are, I've got two of them in my pantry right now. They are still on the damn shelves. Don't let FOMO get you because 99% of the time, it's not even real. There is very few foods that you cannot get. Hello, given the age of the internet, let me give you another example. Birdie beetles. <laughs> Birdie mom, again, Nestle. Nestle, fuck with your head. Nestle make birdie beetles, which here in Australia, you can only get at, at show, Showtime. I think they're called different Showtime. It's called the Ecker in Queensland, I know, like the Royal Show. The Royal Show, it's a big carnival. It would be a carnival. You got my ladies in the US, you'd call it a carnival. It's a big carnival. You can only get these specific chocolates, these little beetles, chocolate and honeycomb things at a certain time of year, like literally for two week, a two-week period. But now, in the age of the internet, I'll tell you something else about it too in a minute, but in the age of the internet, please, I can get on fucking Google and order them anytime I like if I really, really want them. But the other thing about them is as a small child, I used to think they were magical. Now I asked Phil to bring me some home, like from, we had the show, it was like two weeks ago or whatever. I said, babe, <gasps> like Betty Beatles. He came home with this big bag of Betty Beatles and I immediately dove in. I tried one. I'm like, you know, when you really take it, when you really taste it and take the magical pixie dust away from it that you have sprinkled on with your own story about this is so good, oh my God, can't get this any other time of year, it's fabulous. When you remove your bullshit stories and you actually just taste the food for what it is, I'm like, you know, they're really not very delicious at all. <laughs> really not. Those things are just sitting up in the cupboard there. I think they're going to be growing mold, growing little, their little flippers will grow back and they'll hop off by this time next year. So understand, every decision that you make is an act of self-definition. Oh, if there was ever a tweetable from today's episode, that is it. Every decision that you make is an act of self-definition. You are defining who you are, both to the outside world, yes, but to yourself. Most importantly, first and foremost, to yourself. You are defining who you are, who you intend to be, to yourself and to others with every single decision that you make. So let me give you three sort of question help, like questioning tips that I used when I was starting out my weight loss journey and I was starting to realize that the only person fucking with me was me. So if you find yourself starting to eat, like days eating in a daze or just wanting to eat, stop and ask yourself, why am I wanting this food? Why am I wanting this? Because if you're not hungry, is what is the actual reason? Is it a habit? Do you feel like you can't resist? Because if that's the reason you're eating, put that shit down. Secondly, am I eating this as a distraction? Is there an emotional eating component to this? Is there some shit that is going on in my life that I don't want to deal with, don't want to deal with, don't know how to deal with, am stressed or worried about and depressed about anything? And I feel like, let me just eat this so I don't have to think about this, this whirlwind of horror that's going on in my mind right now. That is emotional eating, which is, of course, completely different to actual physical hunger. Emotional eating is when you're eating from an emotional place to either generate feelings within yourself or to stop feeling what you're currently feeling. Either way, it's a fucked up reason. So again, put the food down. And lastly, what is the actual story that you're telling yourself right now? Because it's not, I'm thinking about chocolate and chips, so I should eat chocolate and chips. Uh, no. What are your goals? What are your dreams? What is it that you're actually trying to achieve in your life? Because if it's not to put on an extra 45 kilos by tomorrow morning, then fuck that shit right off. That does not fit into your the picture, the, uh, the your integrity picture that you have made for your life. 
So I can tell you all of this became abundantly clear to me over the past sort of six-ish, well, no, really 12 months. As many of you know, my gorgeous, fabulous listeners, as so many of you know, it's like this year has been a completely shit year for me. Like utterly, completely unexpected. Within like a 12, 18 month period, I lost my uncle's uh, partner of nearly 50 years. I lost my mom three-ish months ago. Uh, all like hideous, hideous diseases. I've told you this. I then have had three operations this year, three. And I was talking to the surgeon yesterday who was like, we may need to go for a fourth. I'm like, well, you can just go for like, like I said to him, not like, well, it's just not going to happen. It's not like I wanted to tell him you can just fuck that idea right off, but I didn't. I only controlled my composure. And I just said quite politely, that is simply not an option. Like, quite frankly, I know more now and I know enough to know that physical healing, much in the same way that we conduct ourselves around food, starts first and foremost in the mind. I know the body has a role to play. However, if I'm going to sit around and mope and be, you know, all depressed and worried and scared and think, I might have to go through, you know, some hideous procedure all over again, that is not helpful. It's not conducive. It's not taking me where I want to go. Like I said, I know enough now to know that there is, I have a responsibility in this as well. And it is the same with our food. You have a responsibility. You can tick all the boxes. You can go and do a workout every day. You can do 10 workouts a day and you can follow the fucking hardest diet that's out there. But you have a responsibility to work on your mindset. Otherwise, when that diet is over, that hardcore diet is finished. It's the same version of you that's going to rock up in the mirror, just a skinnier version. But you're still thinking the same self-degrading thoughts. You're still worried that the weight's going to come back. You're still craving all the foods that you craved before. You're still worried, can I control myself around food? Because you took all that shit with you. So if any of this is resonating with you, then please hop on over. You must, I'm telling you, you just must take my free course over at kyliepacks.com forward slash free course. It's really self-explanatory, isn't it? kyliepacks.com forward slash free course. That is actually launching now in about two weeks time. Very excited. It is everything that I did personally to lose 20 kilos, keep it off, as I say, and I'm just giving it away for free. Why? Why would I be so fabulous? Just the kind of person that I am. But quite frankly, I'm really, really just fed up. I am fed up with the bullshit that is out there in the diet industry and the way it is made so complex and so hard. And as females especially, we are made to feel like complete and utter fucking nitwits and like we cannot figure this shit out for ourselves. Where the re the truth is, is like, uh, it's just been so, it's not been, it is so undeniably simple that it's embarrassing for the diet industry that they have done this to us. I mean, they should be embarrassed. So I'm just here to set the record straight. It wasn't hard. Let me put it this way. It wasn't complicated. And it's not hard, but that doesn't mean it's going to be easy because, as I said, you have your mindset. You have your mindset. I don't have yours and you don't have mine. I've worked many years on mine. It's not like it's like I don't wear a halo or anything like that. Kyle's not walking on water just yet. However, that is where this journey starts and ends. So I'm giving you every tool that I used in the free course, kyliepacks.com forward slash free course. I'll put the link below. Hop on over there and take everything that I gave you. You can start losing weight right now today within the hour. 
As always, if you found today's episode helpful or even mildly amusing, please go ahead and share with a friend. I'm sending you tremendous amounts of love and I will see you again next week. Until then, please do remember the only person who has the power to change your life is you. When you step up, take control of your mind, start to think about the reasons why you're eating and the fears that are residing underneath, that is when you've got what it takes. I'm sending you huge amounts of love. I will see you again next week. Until then, my gorgeous ones, bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to shimmy your butt over to kyliepacks.com forward slash free course and sign up for my free weight loss training so you can start losing your weight now. You'll also find helpful notes and resources in my past podcast that will help you lose your weight without the BS diet drama. I'll see you next week.